I want to welcome everybody to episode number 13 of Preston Jensen's podcast. I'm your host, Preston, and today I've got a very special guest, um, Jacob Olson, or as many of you may know him as Break With Jake on YouTube or his Facebook page. Uh, Jacob, uh, tell us a little bit about your page and how you started YouTube. Sure. Yes. Thank you. It's an honor to be on Preston Jensen's podcast, lucky number 13. So it's, you know, it's going to be a great episode. Um, so with, with, uh, as far as, you know, like making videos and stuff, I'd always had an interest, uh, you know, being creative and I would, you know, play with like Star Wars and Lord of the Rings action figures and kind of like set up scenes. And so I've always been into storytelling and, and making videos. And, um, so that's something that I did as early as, you know, high school. Um, but as far as, uh, you know, an organized like page, um, you know, uh, that just started recently in the last few years. And, um, on YouTube, it was kind of, uh, you know, a video here or there. Um, but my Facebook page that I, you know, I'm planning to kind of grow more and, uh, you know, create hopefully more of a, a YouTube presence is, is the one called break with Jake. And that one, um, started out, uh, with, um, kind of movie reviews cause I wanted something consistent. Um, and, and so I started trying to do movie reviews and that lasts for a little while, but I kind of lost my, my spark for it because it was kind of like, Hey, it's hard to, you know, see all these movies and form uh, an opinion and, you know, does my opinion really matter to people if, you know, if I like it or not, if they want to see it. And so I kind of lost my, uh, my motivation there. Um, but, um, now I've, you know, kind of re-explored what I want to do with the page. And so now it's, it's definitely, um, starting to, to build back and, and get a little more attraction. And see, that's something that I've noticed with a lot of YouTubers that I've had on this show. Some of them have just an awesome direction of the path they want to go th with their channel. And that seems to really shine through as far as subscriber counts go and whatnot. Sure. But uh, it's also cool when I've had someone on the show uh, who's able to make a transformation into one of their passions to the next. And uh, tell us a little bit about the direction your channel is going now. Right. Yeah. Well, I, um, it kind of, uh, started, um, I wanted to make more, um, faith-based material and make it, you know, kind of fun and entertaining, not in like a, you know, you know preachy way, but in a way that's like, uh, you know, maybe educational or, or, um, something that is, is entertaining for all ages. And that's where, uh, my latest, um, transformation into break with Jake happened and, um, doing videos that, um, are, have like a faith-based based message or maybe about Bible stories. So, um, most recently, um, I started a, a series. I'm going to make a series about, um, about Paul, um, the apostle Paul, cause his life is very, um, is very exciting. It's fascinating. And it, 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 he wrote most of the new Testament. So it's a really cool story. And, um, I'm starting an adventure, uh, adventures of Paul series, which will air. Um, by the time this comes out, you'll be able to go to break with Jake and watch that, that first episode. So I'm pretty excited for that. And then on the side, I do some kind of like hot topics that are on my mind 
things that maybe I've explored, um, you know, maybe about uh, feeling anxious or, or advice tips that I've received. So um, I never want them to be videos like I'm this guru who knows everything. There are things that I've learned and found helpful that I want to pass along to people. That's a very uh, useful bit of information there because a lot of times on YouTube, it seems like people are just uh, preaching like I'm the expert and they don't have any background in the field that they're talking about, but uh, that can happen sometimes. So it's good to know that uh, um, you're you're saying you're not the expert, but this is your viewpoint and that's, that's, that's refreshing to me. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And that's something that I really want uh, my viewers to to know is that I I didn't go to seminary school. I'm not an ordained ordained pastor or priest or anything like that. So um, these are things that I you know read in books or maybe uh, cultural things that I might have an opinion on, but nothing that I share is is um, is my my expert opinion that I'm you know. Uh, passing on to you that if you don't believe this, you're dumb, you know? <laughs> so is this new series, like in the past, you've had a couple videos on your channel that are like claymation and you've had stop motion. Yeah. And, uh, so is, tell us a little bit about the filming process of this new series. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I've always been, uh, in love with claymation and figurines. Um, uh, I think I'd mentioned before that I, I, you know, played with action figures when I was growing up as a kid. And so, um, movies like Nightmare Before Christmas or Chicken Run, Walls and Gromit, uh, all the um, the most recent ones with uh, the Leica Studios. So uh, that would be like Coraline, um, Missing Link, uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. Anyway, lots of really high quality claymation um, animation type movies. I've always been always been uh, really uh, enamored with those. So. Uh, this latest one is going to be with figurines. It's not a true stop motion because you're going to be able to see my fingers, you know, moving the, moving the characters. Um, just because a true stop motion is really time consuming. And as you know, someone with a, with a, um, uh, six month year old son, it's kind of hard to, (laughs) hard to have that same time, but I do have some true stop motion on my page. Uh, one of my most popular videos, the David and Goliath story. Um, that one is true stop motion where I take individual pictures and then uh, kind of crunch them and then warp up the speed to make them move. Uh, but this one is going to be um, the actual filming uh, like video where I am moving the characters and then I do a voiceover um, for it. That sounds awesome. And everyone, uh, this will be live. So we're going to have a link in the description of this podcast. If you want to check out this new series coming out, uh, I definitely recommend it. Um, I can't believe all the time that would go into a stop motion video. To me, <laughs> I wouldn't have the patience. So for the videos you've done in the past, tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about the time that goes into something like, like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, there's a lot that goes into it because you have to, you know, start with what you're actually going to film. So you have to have like a a script and a story and, you know, you could do a, a storyboard, which is like the pictures of each scene that you want to create. Um, uh, for me, what I usually do is I uh, make the script first and then that kind of serves as a map of what I want to what I want to film. 
Um, but as far as the timing of it, uh, yeah, you can spend, you know, a, a, a whole, I, I don't remember exactly. It was a, a few years ago when I made the David and Goliath one, but I remember being there like all day on, you know, Saturday, an entire weekend, just kind of in a room, because uh, you, you move the character, you know, slightly, take a picture slightly, and you do that, um, especially when you have multiple characters on the, on the scene, you're moving them all, like in the opening, there's an opening battle scene where two armies are coming together and, and fighting, and so for that one, you have to move everyone. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's time-consuming, and it's certainly a, an art form, um, but that's what makes it more rewarding, uh, is because you're doing something that, a lot of people wouldn't want to do or wouldn't, wouldn't have time to do. So it makes it a little more, uh, a little more rewarding in the end. Right. To me, when I'm watching that, the story is awesome, but then trying to figure out how it was made is part of the fun for me. So that was, <laughs> that was very fun to watch. Yeah. Thank um, you. I appreciate that. So this new series, is it going to be on YouTube or is it going to be on Facebook or is it going to be on both platforms? Yeah, it's, it's going to be on, on both platforms. Um, I would, I would definitely say that YouTube, or excuse me, Facebook is where my uh, concentration is more right now. And I'd certainly like to build up a YouTube um, presence. But I think my my personal YouTube page only has like 22 subscribers and my Facebook page has over 200. So I've kind of been focusing more on that that established... uh, um, base that I have for for Break with Jake on on Facebook, and that one I like um, because you can do like live premieres where it it shows live, and then people can comment, and then after it's done, it shows up as just a normal video that you can rewatch from the beginning. So this is my first time trying a a, a premiere where hopefully everyone will be able to watch at the same time this episode, and the episode's like seven minutes, eight minutes long. And I don't want to go any longer than that for most episodes because I, I, I really hope this is a, uh, something that uh, can keep attention span of, of kids as well as right. uh, adults. And so that's my hope to keep it very short and crisp and fun, um, have enough silliness, um, but also some kind of intellectual side of different, um, uh, you know, theology or, or different, uh, you know, biblical um um you know uh, thoughts behind it as well that get you thinking well uh where do you go to learn about some of this stuff like uh the stop motion where did you learn about how to do that process yeah so um i would say a lot of it was just um kind of looking on YouTube, random videos, you know, I, I can't truly credit one source or the other. Um, I kind of knew the idea behind it of, you know, moving and then part of it was just kind of uh, film uh, experience of like what I wanted, like the different shots I wanted to make to kind of make it look more cinematic. Um, so as far as you know where i learned it's probably the biggest thing that i that i that i learned was just looking up whatever whatever software i used at the time and i and i haven't ever had like a big fancy software but um i want to say it's like cyberlink 
row or something like that, which is really <laughs> okay. That that even makes it more impressive if you're using these <laughs> primitive softwares to create these videos. So it, it really was primitive, and and so I'd look up, you know, how to how to make this uh, video, uh, how to make stop motion with this app, and then from there, kind of trial and error, basically, what looked good and what didn't look good, and. And, so. and even on the software topic, I, I know you've been leveling up your equipment as well. Uh, I saw a little snapshot you posted on Facebook with uh, a slider. You had a nice camera. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, my can I have a Canon Rebel um, for a for a camera, which is a, a nice quality. Um, my my biggest investment into my uh, video page has been my camera, and that's probably a I don't know like a five hundred dollar camera or something like that. And that was my biggest investment because I knew I would use it a lot, and I knew it was a huge, huge difference. You know, um, it, it, you know, quality really matters when you're making a, a, a video as far as getting getting people to look at your 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 videos and your products. So my camera was my biggest investment, and then from there. Um, I definitely have tried to do a lot of bargain hunting as far as the other equipment. So like the slider I used, you can get really nice sliders for hundreds of dollars. You know, I was yes. on Amazon. Or thousands. At, yeah, thousands. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yep. if, if you want it remote or whatever. Yep. Um, I mean, you could spend a ton of money on it. So I found this basic um, just metal one um, that was like 30 some dollars and it um, gave me a lot of cool, cool shots because with a stop motion, you want to create action when it's not there. So like, for example, in my series, there's a lot of dialogue in some of the scenes. Well, you still want some sort of action or movement in order to keep people's you know, eyes busy and keep them interested. And so I'd use that slider to kind of... Um, you know, pan across the the scene, or or there's one scene where where um, Paul's going out to Damascus to to hunt down Christians, and I use that uh, slider for a um, for a cool shot of him and his people leaving the city. Um, so uh, it, it it makes a difference, um, and you don't have to spend thousands of dollars. And I think that you know, now that you bring that up. Uh, I think that's one of the biggest barriers for people um, who want to get into video making and they're like, oh, but it's so expensive, you know? Um, and I think the key is, is for me, there, there was definitely that point where I was like, oh, I don't have, what's the point of making a video if I don't have this nice equipment, if I don't have this nice microphone, if I don't, you know, all that stuff. And it, it really paralyzed me where the bottom line is you just need to make content. You need to just make the video and then learn like, okay, what this one didn't look so good. This one did look really good. Um, but m just making stuff is way more important than having the perfect gear, the perfect mic, the perfect camera. That, that would be my advice to anyone who's, I really appreciate you videos. bringing that up because it seems like this is a common recurring theme on a lot of the guests that I've had on. They yeah. always say, what's the best advice you can give? How do you start? And it's the, the most important thing they always say is just get started, create with what you've got, 
Um, you don't need the super expensive cameras and the super expensive sliders. It's just get going with what you have and level up from there. So that's yeah. good that you brought it up because it's, it's impressive to me because almost every guest I've had on has said the same thing. <laughs> and almost everyone has said the biggest mistake they thought they made in their whole YouTube career or creative career is not getting started sooner. So, uh, yeah, no, I would, I would, I would agree with that. And obviously, you've had some pretty A-list guests. Um, I'm, I'm pretty novice level compared to, compared to them. But I, I 100% agree that, um, that, because I mean, you could invest thousands into nice, nice equipment and then start making videos and then decide, like, you know, I don't know if I want to devote my all my extra time into making videos and then right. there it goes. So see if you like it first, see if you love it and, and, um, and have fun with the process first before, um, investing all that money into nice equipment. I would definitely echo that. On a side note to this, I saw a tweet that someone put out, um, where they were talking about, uh, having a feature on YouTube where you could branch off and have different genres on your channel. Mm. Uh, and that, really brings you to mind because I think, man, you've got the faith-based stuff going on. You've got the movie yeah. reviews. You could do the impersonations. Uh, a lot of people may not know, but uh, this guy used to dominate talent shows in college uh, doing impersonations. Um, so there's so many different avenues. What do you think of a feature like that? And would you actually use that? Or would you want to just be specific to a certain genre? No, I think that's a great tool because so many people, um, you know, sometimes when you get a really cool idea, you just want to run with it. You don't want to be handicapped by saying, um, oh, but that doesn't fit my narrative or that doesn't fit my the theme. So I think that's a really cool idea because, yeah, there are definitely times where, you know, while I, while I try to keep things as... Um, you know, themed as possible. Um, there are times where I might have a off the wall idea that I think, Oh, this would be a really cool video, or I really am passionate about this particular issue. I kind of want to share it, but it wouldn't like fit. So I think having genres is, is really smart. Um, especially if you're someone who maybe, uh, you know, likes to bounce around, um, and, and dip your toes into some different areas or different fields. I think that's a really cool idea. Well, maybe if we get enough people talking about this, maybe YouTube will make that feature. <laughs> yeah, I know for no, me, I, I, I like doing little tech reviews and stuff. I like doing mm -hmm. uh, drone stuff. And I, I feel like that would be a great feature for my channel as well, podcasting, all, all sorts of stuff like that. Well, so far, what has been your greatest experience in your creative career? And this might uh, this doesn't necessarily have to be YouTube. I know... Uh, you've been in plays, you've done a lot of creative stuff before you even started YouTube or Facebook. Mm -hmm. So what, yeah. uh, what would be the most rewarding experience you've had? Oh man, most rewarding. Um, you know, uh, I guess I can go in a, a few different directions. Um, part of it is certainly the, the relationships you form, um, from, you know, theater and things like I, um, uh, you know, there's, I was in a summer theater and one of the cast members and his, uh, brother had a videographer, you know, uh, 
company and and we collaborated a couple times both personally and professionally uh so that was really cool so like the networking the friends you make is really rewarding um you know i think a big part of it is just kind of uh helping people to like for example um with like your channel like someone tunes in and learns something new or is inspired to make their own videos or fly a drone that's a really rewarding feeling and and so like my hope for my page is that people will be entertained and 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 come away with a good positive message and you know uh, i hope that is a rewarding thing but to see um like for me like most recently to see because because obviously when you when you ha when you're starting off a lot of your shares come kind of from your your natural market, I guess you could say, you know, the friends people, and family. The, yeah, yep, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Friends and family. Uh, so when you s look at your like statistics and you start seeing shares from people, you don't even, you never heard of like, that's, that's the really cool feeling. Like, Oh, I don't even know this guy. And he shared my video. That's really cool. And so that's, that's kind of the, the most, um, uh, one that sticks out to, in my mind of something that's really rewarding feeling. And I hope to get more of here as I, um, begin this new series is to see that uh that those shares of people that i've never heard of before i can second that that's always a great feeling or <laughs> someone you've interviewed in the past like something of yours um oh yeah it seems like uh the people i've met so far through this podcast and through videos it just seems like everyone's genuinely a great person and uh it seems like online i know you hear all the negatives about stuff online but there's a lot <laughs> yeah. of good that can be had so yeah yeah no that's so true and you do have to have to decide that what you know what you're using your social media um weapon for because you're right there is so much negativity that if you can try to filter through that and see the positives and and share and get a good message out there um, I think it's, I think it's awesome. It's that much more motivating to make more, more content. Well, before I leave this uh, podcast, I've got a set of quick questions, but before I leave, I need to ask you about the Minnesota Vikings this year. We're going <laughs> to okay. switch gears here. Uh, what are your thoughts and concerns about the Minnesota Vikings? Are we going to finally win a Super Bowl? <laughs> um, and, and for those of you who don't know, uh, Jacob is a converted Bears fan. To the yep. he came over to the good side of the Minnesota Vikings. So uh, we, uh, my friend Isaac and <laughs> I, have been working on him for several years to finally come over to the yep. Vikings. So uh, what do you think? Yeah, no, you're right. Um, yeah, recent in the last few years, I've gotten more and more involved in the in the Vikings, and now I'm an official an official member of the Skull, uh, Skull Nation. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, as far as my thoughts on the season, um, I think the biggest uh, question is going to be, are fans allowed in the stadium? Because I think the U.S. Bank Stadium home field advantage is just like second to none. I think it's one of the most... Um, uh, I think it's one of the toughest places to play in the NFL and their home record is, is great. Um, so that's probably one of my biggest concerns. The other is uh, the defense and you've got a lot of rookies 
Um, and, uh, you know, he signed this great nose tackle who's supposed to replace Linval Joseph. And now he is, uh, sitting out due to COVID, which is understandable. He said, right. that, you know, he has asthma and obviously that's a, a very serious precondition, uh, underlying condition for, uh, for, uh, COVID. So it's a very understandable why, but it's tough take for the team. Uh, so we'll see if Zimmer can be the, you know, not to whisper and not to mention the replacement failed the physical. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know who they're going to try to pull out, um, or who's going to step up there. If it's just going to be, you know, a D line by committee or what, but, uh, but yeah, that's a really tough blow. Um, and I think it's going to be like, if there is any year where, um, where we really needed to put all our hope into, uh, a quarterback, uh, it would be now. Cause I feel like with that, I think that defense is going to take a step back and I think the offense is really going to have to, um, carry the load. A lot of the games they'll have to carry the load and the, they're uh, missing one of their most important weapons now. So with yeah. uh, Stefan Diggs leaving, but yeah. I've heard a lot of good things coming out of Vikings camp as far as Justin Jefferson. So yeah, uh, that could be exciting to watch. That's exciting. And, and, you know, you just never know because I think we've seen with other teams that um, losing a star receiver has been like no big deal. And they're able to kind of spread the ball out without that pressure. But you also see it go the other way, too, where right. yep. um, they really miss that special um, guy who they can go to. And, and we saw Diggs have so many great um, deep touchdowns. That do they have a, a speedster um, who can kind of blow up um, defenses like that? And I think they're going to miss his explosiveness. But um, overall, uh, still have Thielen and Jefferson seems like a really high quality pick. So and uh, uh, Irv Smith might be used a little bit more with the yeah. absence of Diggs. So who knows? Could be a fun yep. season. And yeah, I, no. I, I think of all the negative things that have happened as far as COVID and the Minnesota Vikings, and I think, you know what, the whole league's in the same situation. I'm sure every team has somebody that isn't going to be playing this year. So, oh, right, uh, yeah. Yeah, and you've seen um, players already um, who get in trouble for, like, leaving the right. hotel and leaving yep. the bubble, like that sort of thing. And, and, um, just recently on hard knocks, the first episode, it's, it's pretty interesting because it shows what they're going through, how everyone, you know, this is all kind of new to everyone. And, and it's kind of, uh, they're all kind of figuring it out. And, um, and I can see where it'd be a major distraction to be thinking about all the protocols for COVID when you're just trying to, you know, plan for football. I guess if I was going to answer my own question, uh, my biggest mm -hmm. fear for the season is that it's not going to happen. So yeah. I, I hope, uh, hopefully we'll be able to watch football. It'd be amazing if we could go sit in the stands, but I doubt that'll happen, but, uh, yeah. I'm happy enough just watching it on TV. So, right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> watching it on TV is great. And, and if there's no season, then just gives people more time to watch our videos right that's right i hope so i hope that's <laughs> i'm sure if uh the vikings aren't on on sunday they're thinking first thing break with jake and yep. Preston jensen's videos <laughs> yeah that sounds about right yeah well all right this next segment i'm going to just do some quick hitting questions yeah um here we go okay pick one franchise to go see during covid 
it, let's say you have a personal bubble where you're guaranteed safety. Vikings, okay. Twins, Timberwolves. Who would you want to go see? Um, you know, I've really missed watching the 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 Twins. Um, but I think there's just nothing like the atmosphere at a football game. So I'd have to pick the Vikings just because there's just uh, watching a football game live in person is just uh, uh, it's it's pretty exciting. As much as I love going to um, Twins games and with the Bomba squad, as much as I'm excited to see D'Lo and Cat play, I, I, I don't know, just something about football being there is is pretty special. All right. Tony Shaloub or Channing Tatum? <laughs> um, is there any context? Or is nope. It just... You've got to pick one of one actor. If you had a movie uh, coming up, Tony Shaloub, uh, Channing Tatum. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I also need to look up Tony Shaloub quick. Who is that? I'll be honest. Isn't that Monk? <laughs> Maybe I'm oh, wrong. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Monk. Okay. Yes, I know Monk. Um. Honestly, I think uh, Tony Shalhoub, Monk's more watchable. Like Chad James, like he's talented and all, but he's just not like like wow. I, I'm going to pay to see Channing Tatum. I'd rather watch Tony Shalhoub. He's he's kind of a quirky, funny guy, so I like him. If any of you guys know me personally, I don't know actors very well at all. <laughs> the first thing I wanted to have an actor question for Jacob because I know he's yeah. really into that, and so mm-hmm. I had. Uh, to ask my wife to help me out a little bit on that. <laughs> and I knew I knew I watched Monk, so I knew that guy. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yep. No, I go to him Shalub. All right. You have to get to Fargo. And for those of you who don't know where we are in relation to Fargo, you're going from Valley City to Fargo at sixty miles. You have an option. Rollerblades or a scooter. Which would you take? Oh man. Um I'm not very coordinated at all. Like I have never been good at like skiing or skateboarding or rollerblading. So I might just have to chance it with a scooter and right. get nailed by a semi. Oh my. <laughs> all right. Answer this one carefully. Uh, favorite hey. WWE wrestler of all time. I know we've Ooh. got a friend who's going to judge you on this one. So, yeah, you know, um, that's tough. You know, I'm, I'm a very, uh, novice like i you know i i'm not i never really watched a lot of wrestling but man i'd have to go with uh maybe the the rock or andre i say andre the giant i watched a really good hbo documentary doc on on andre the giant and i don't know it's just like he's just like a a special like almost like a fictitious character because he's so huge and is is kind of funny because uh they talked about at the time when when Andre the Giant had kind of risen to to fame was before WWE was televised. And so it was almost like a traveling circus act where if you wanted to see how truly big Andre the Giant was, you would have to go to the you know event live and see him wow. or the other other wrestlers. And so I just thought that'd be so cool to be like Oh man, I'm gonna. I got a ticket to WWE and Honor the Giants coming to town. Like, I, I can't wait to see how huge he's he actually is in person, like that kind of thing. So, I'd have to go with Honor the Giant just because he has so much mystique about him. I'll have to check that out. You said that was on YouTube, or where uh, was it's that? A, it's an HBO documentary. HBO? Okay, I actually, I actually watched it in a, in a hotel one time. I was traveling for a conference, and okay, that was on, and it was really good. Yeah. Well, I usually only subscribe to HBO during this time because Hard Knocks is out, so maybe I'll have yeah. to 
uh, double up, watch Hard Knocks in this <laughs> special series. Yeah, yeah. All right, sure. kind of piggybacking off of that. Favorite actor of all time? I think I know the answer to this one, but uh, yeah, it's it's Brad Pitt. It's Brad Pitt. Um, he just has such a has such a presence, um, and so many great movies. Um, probably my all time favorite is Fight Club, but I mean, um, Benjamin Button, The Ocean's Eleven, Twelve, Thirteen movies, um, Legends of the Fall, Being Achilles in Troy um just so many great movies so i i gotta go with my boy brad pitt tell me this he's in fury right yeah yeah i think that might be my favorite uh brad pitt movie okay yeah he's great in that all right coke or pepsi Mm, you know i gotta just go with the classic nostalgia of coke oh boy <laughs> all right, we've got a friend who's very opinionated on that too. So uh, yep, I'm gonna be in trouble there. All right, Apple or PC? Ooh, um, well, my uh, my brother works at Microsoft, so he's kind of brainwashed me to like Microsoft products, and so PC tends to be my option there. <laughs> all right, <laughs> if you could have anybody on your YouTube channel or series on facebook who would that be oh man that's a great question um oh there's a lot of ways we could go for this um i might have like a a famous director maybe like okay uh, maybe have uh like peter jackson who directed all the lord of the rings movies or or maybe Zack Snyder, because um, he's got a cool kind of comic book style direction to his movies. And I think he's pretty um, uh, open about his faith. So I might get some cool pointers there. Um, but maybe one of those, maybe some sort of, yeah, some something like that. I don't know. It's tough. If I could pick anyone, man, that'd be crazy. I would, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I could make probably like a top 10 list. It'd be hard to narrow it down to one, though. All right. Well, maybe next time we have you on the show, you'll have to break down the top 10 favorite people you'd have on. Yeah, no, that'd be a cool subject. Well, uh, I want to thank Jacob for taking time out of his morning. I know he's very busy with a new little baby, and uh, uh, we had a lot of fun talking about uh, YouTube, Facebook, uh, sports. That was kind of refreshing for me because I haven't got to talk a lot of sports <laughs> with anybody on my podcast yet so uh yeah that was fun definitely give this a listen and uh we'll put all of jacob's links in the description below and make sure you go over to his page follow uh definitely want to check out his new series and uh thanks again jacob hopefully we can have you on again in the future no oh, i'd love it thank you so much for having me i appreciate uh the time and um yeah go check uh break with jake um on facebook and then um hope you enjoy this this new series i put a lot of time into it so i I hope it's good and i hope people like it i'm excited i can't wait to check it out tomorrow thank you everybody for listening to episode number 13 of my podcast Uh, i've been having a blast on this show getting to meet a lot of really great people and uh this one was a fun one for me because i've known jacob for a very long time he's been a very good friend of mine He's always been an artist, always been a creator, always making people laugh. Um, He's always producing great content. So uh, I'm very excited to see where his channel is going to go in the future. I have no doubt that it's going to be a great success. 
And uh, definitely check out the links in the description. Check out his new series that he's coming out with on Facebook and hopefully YouTube. And uh, tell him what you think. Give him a comment, uh, subscribe, and a like, and hopefully we can get him on in the future. So, Jacob, thank you for uh, coming on to my podcast. I had a lot of fun visiting with you. And um, for everyone else, uh, definitely stay tuned for my podcast in the future. I've got some very good guests lined up. Um, it should be a fun, fun journey, and uh, I can't wait for you guys to go along for the ride. So thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week.